Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, Patriots. Welcome to the Jacket Denner Show. Thanks for tuning us in and checking us out. Let's stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, Moon Eye. We hope you joined us. You can listen to this show during our, uh, we're supposed to have a live, live podcast, but we're having technical difficulties. But it's going to start at 5.30. This is recorded tonight. So thanks for being 5.30. Try to put it on around 6.30. Or join us on our Facebook group at United States Constitutional Group. Or if you're, you're a YouTube fan, uh, check our channel out. It's set up for politics. <clears throat> we look forward to building our viewers by the end of this year. Jack has also thrown his name into the run for State House number 106 right here in the good old state of South Carolina. And we'll get to talk to him about that in a little while. Jack, you want to talk about anything? I just wanted to mention one thing. Uh, I know a lot of people were talking about uh, tuition. It's actually in the Supreme Court right now. The Democrats want to give free tuition to all our young youths that are earning not much from college and paying top dollar for it. So they want to give it away for free. So if you remember, tuition wasn't always a lot of money. <coughs> but a little report I saw... Uh, I can get into it further later on if we have a show to go through and have the time to really go through the whole thing and dissect it. <clears throat> but the Democratic Party decided in 2010 to falsely raise the college tuition in order to pay for bomb sales. And that, folks, is why your tuition went from $35,000 to $85,000. And now they want to give it to them for free. And, you know, again, you talked about it not too long ago. Your return on money. You know, I keep telling everybody, start thinking about your return on your taxes. Are, are you getting a good return <coughs> on the money you're paying in taxes? Well, the same goes now for this tuition. They raised it so high, nobody <coughs> can keep track of it, and here's why. Right. For a failed health insurance policy. Yeah, so it'll give it for free to all affordable care applicants employed. Yeah. Which is a perfect segue for them to introduce socialized medicine. Right. Since you can't afford it, we'll give it to you that free. So I want to get into this current administration. Uh, did, you ask, did you ask me if I wanted to say anything about my run? No, we're going to talk about that in a minute. Oh, okay. okay. Not because I see you as president as a failure, but most America does as well. Since this absent-minded professor took control in 2020, this economy sucks. It's getting worse day by day. I'm going to mention a few things that he has told us and some fact findings. So he claims that the economy keeps growing. And I found this information at RaisingNews.House.gov, January 2023, so recently. So he talks about the economy going, going well. He has missed forecasts for seven of the last eight GDP reports. And the GDP, GDP report for the fourth quarter of 2022 still fell short of expectation, showing that half of the economic growth was due to inventories while investment was flagging. He stated take-home pay has gone up. Real wages have decreased 3.5%. Thank you, Professor. I'm done, really. <laughs> well, well, why? 
for the company we work for, you're not going to get a raise anyway. Yeah, I understand that. But uh, I mean, I, yeah, that was, that was a warm loan salary. <laughs> How are your reasons for that? I know Bud got a good paycheck and he got Social Security now. He that that explains why it's going broke. Yeah. <laughs> the state has lowered. He stayed here up here. He, he, he's lowered the price of drugs. As President Biden backs about killing fears with the Washington replacement theory that will not be in effect for another three years, studies show his plan will put cures out of reach for most American patients, except the wealthiest. Well, that's, that's social medicine, socialized medicine. That's what we, and that's what we've been saying. These drug companies that <coughs> refuse to lower the price, we just can't get them now. Right. Sorry Health if you had diabetes. Healthcare is more affordable now. I'm borderline. Healthcare affordability is getting worse under Democrats' healthcare policies, including under President Biden's watch. Health insurance premiums have increased 55% from 2013 to 2022, and more than doubled for Obamacare plans in that same period. Even Medicare premiums have increased 14% since President took office, after Obama took office. Well, he's also, I didn't get to see this, but <clears throat> I've seen some reports of some politicians saying that there's a board in his building or is out there that's going to cut Medicare. Well, yeah, yeah, I heard that too. So, next one is, why are we going to other countries to get our gas when we have it right here in America? Now, this administration allows 9,000 drilling permits each year on federal land, but last year in 2022... We only approved 67 permits. What happened to the other 2,300? This man in the state of New England told us we'll need gas for 10 more years. And he don't want to drill for gas. That reason, he'll get it from Venezuela and other places. Well, we're going to need it for more than 10 years anyway. We're oh, going to need it for, for a lifetime. lifetime, number one. Number two, just that's a false number two, 6,700 permits. Because... <laughs> On the other side, the Democratic Party is threatening banks that if they give loans to those companies that want to drill, not the loans for them. So they can't make the investments if they can't get bankrolled. Right. And again, like we had said that one time, all the banks are tied into the federal government. And with China. Why do we, the middle class yeah, and lower it's class... It's the federal government. Right. <laughs> Why do the middle class and lower class get any breaks? We don't. We get higher gas prices, raise 30 cents overnight to tap the land. 30 cents. It was two eighty eight yesterday, it's three fifteen today. Did you know that for every penny of tax on fuel, the government makes a billion dollars? I heard that. They make a billion. That in turn leads that leads leads to higher food prices because companies will make a profit and who pays for it? We do. The middle and lower class get extra bread. They make they, extra. They start taxing these uh, companies. Guess who's going to pay for that new tax? The people. The real. Yep, the middle and lower class. Because the corporations are going to lose money. Well, there's an important thing that Dennis just said, <coughs> how the stock market is lagging. Yet the stock market's going up. So why is the stock market going up? Because he mentioned in the State of the Union how these uh, oil companies are making record-breaking profits because they're reselling their stock. So is the federal government. Right. So so they want to quadruple, they want to put a quadruple tax on that money. So if he does that, that the rest of the stock market's going to do the same thing. They're all going to have to get quadrupled because that's why the stock market's going up. They're reselling their stock shares and uh, that's where they're making their money from. So if they quadruple that, every single thing that's traded on the stock market is going to go up. Right. Did you hear about the, the uh, corporations? Uh, uh, Biden wants to uh, put regulations uh, towards people's retirement accounts to make that company green. I didn't hear it that. It's going to cost retirees $150 million to go green. I think that's bet on uh, a rival. I don't know. Well, there's a lot of people that are up there. As a matter of fact, two Democrats just pushed on that one. I heard there's a, they're working pretty good creatively in the Congress right now to uh, cut Social Security. Well, it, it was right in his bill. You know, the, the, the 4,000-page bill that nobody was able to read, it's in there. It's there. 
So a few days ago, I also heard that he plans on raising taxes again. So no one under $400,000 we will not pay for any more in taxes. He's still out of cash. I have no clue what these people want. Well, what has he done for the last 50 years? Nothing. He's worked for government. The man has never produced a dollar. He has no idea how expensive it is to produce a United States dollar. Yeah, but why should he care? Most people sit on their asses and just complain. Yeah. No one does anything about it. You know? Every administration, be it Republican or Democrat, they do what they want when they want because we the people let it freaking happen. Yep. Us. It's our own fault for voting these clowns in the office year after year when it's nothing but lies. Lies, corruption. Well, thank God Pennsylvania voted Fetterman in Senate. Right. And he showed up to work three days and now he's been in the hospital ever since. Yeah. yeah. Hey, there's no doubt that we, we should be mad about this economy. We're yeah. in trouble with no one in sight. We not pay. We may not pay more income taxes, however, we're going to pay more taxes. Mm-hmm. You know, Jack, you want, we've said it before. It's called inflation. And that money goes to the government. Government. That's a hidden tax. But most people don't understand that. I think the liberals and Democrats don't understand that. I tell you the truth, though. Most people don't understand. Because you hear everybody, oh, my eggs are $10 a, a carton. <laughs> but nobody says, Wait, where's this money going? If you would just ask a simple question, where is this money going? Where's my return coming? You know, if you started looking at that, if you started looking, if I did the same thing at my job, how far would I get? You know why? Because most people are brainwashed. Yeah. Brainwashed by these yeah. news media and by these politicians. Or they don't want to research information that's important to them. They want someone else to do it. They want Hannity to do it. They want uh, CNN, who's that? Don Lemon or whatever it is. check their government anymore because they, they don't want you to check the government so when you're going through school they don't teach you right and now like people like ourselves you know you remember when we started doing this podcast i'm an old-fashioned guy everything i learned was out of a book so the pace of this doing it once a week i had to learn how to work the internet and i don't know how to work i still don't know how to work <laughs> so <laughs> when i find that information it's all i ask them it's like holy shit found it. here it is and I can never get to it again the second day. So I got to do all the work while I got it there. Right. Or it's going to be gone in interweb world for the rest of my life. I'm never going to get it back. So the people that are in school and being educated aren't taught to check their government. And the people that are out of school and understand things don't know how to check it because it's advanced past what you, you can't read a newspaper anymore. Everything's so slanted. You can't go to the regular resources you used to go to. That you were taught as a kid the old-fashioned Dewey Decimal System, you know. They don't have that anymore. So it's exactly where they want it to be. We're doing what we want. Nobody can check us. Yeah, apparently not sex affects this country. Yeah. So does reading. The power of the family must have connected. That's a good analysis there. It's way too late. I think it may be too late already. He's also stated that our southern border is free. (laughs) We all know that's a lie. Since 2020, more than 6 million illegal immigrants have crossed into the United States. These folks do not pay any income taxes or get federal benefits for free. How is that fair to U.S. citizens? Well, we got six million illegal immigrants and one Arizona ring, uh, rancher in jail. Yep. Yeah. You know, the federal government pays for these illegal hotels when they cross. They give them free meals, free health care. Why? Legal American citizens get shafted again by this retard administration. It's ridiculous. And I didn't mean to say that. Sorry. He could also go and buy own food, but he gives it free to illegals. He could do it. Video games, counseling. legal counseling, you know, all yeah. that legal counseling is taken care of for free. You know, it doesn't make any sense. You know, and if you think it does, in my opinion, you're a moron. This president has been a failure since the first day he was sworn in. Took the oath to defend the Constitution that violates it daily. Yeah, back when he took the oath in 73. (laughs) (laughs) When is enough enough? Now the kids are being poisoned. When is enough enough, though? 
people start to be quiet. They got to be at the end of a rope. Again, we're a long way down the, the bony side of office. <laughs> but if you guys are corner shop gas station is probably better than half these politicians right now. At least they can talk to people. At least they know what people are feeling. Yeah. Because they're right with them. These, these not just people him. have no clue what we go through. And it's not just him. It's all politicians. You know, even his, But even his own party wants him out. I mean, he's older than dirt. Yeah. And he's confused about his surroundings. He couldn't even find the red carpet last year. It was right in front of him. Where did he celebrate? Where did he celebrate? <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> only you. Seventy-two <laughs> percent of Americans do not want him to run in 2024. I can't believe it's that much. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, really on the Republican side, it's 88 percent, but let's not even mess that Bill, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, that percentage is the big money, and, and they're, they're winning the country. <laughs> yeah. So, with his base and his independents who got him elected last time, 79 percent of independents say no. To having him reelected, forty-eight percent of Democrats say no way, he should not run. The man who campaigned on unity has only heard the battle. It will get worse. His, his remaining two years, because our colleagues in Congress are spineless, they will not do anything. They promised all these hearings. I don't even know if you think they set up any hearings yet. Hunter Biden, Ukraine, Russia. What else is new? Gas prices, the, the border, the border, the food prices, the, the supply prices, the drug prices. Yeah. Fentanyl, fentanyl. Where are they? Over How about a month? the train wrecks? Where were they there? Yeah. Yeah. The train wrecks. The near misses in the airports. Mm -hmm. Yep. Where, where is our they? Congress? Where are our senators and our congressmen and women? Why are they so friendly? Because they don't give a damn about anybody. And it's only the old. Look, folks, we know the system that works. It worked in Chicago. We got a certain mayor that is not going to run in Chicago to get people to vote. Yeah, we got to do this. I'm going to mention uh, Chicago here in a little while and hold your comments for that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's all right. Don't do it again. <laughs> okay. Beth, what do you want to talk about? I was going to talk about China being in our government, but I'm going to hold off until... <laughs> Next week, because we have a lot to cover. Uh, the only thing I would like to say, if Dennis doesn't mind, the book has finished its editing process, so now we just have to review a few things that we want to talk about, and then we have to find an editor, an, an, a, a publisher, and get it published and sent out there. Uh, Jack, my son, is going to talk today, and uh, I want to give him time so he can do that. Because this is pretty in detail. When I when I had started looking into China being in our government, you know, I started is China in our government, and if it is, how deep is it? Well, man, did I open up a can of worms? <laughs> man, oh man! Because you know what I could find on above the table is shocking. So my assumptions, which are just my opinions on it after that, which kind of leads hand in hand to why. We're paralyzed to the power of China, who, which we said last week, we feel is the puppet master of this charging towards World War Three, so to speak, mm -hmm. and how many years they've been planning this to go forward. It all comes down to a new world order. They've been uh, increasing their nuclear weapons, too, the Chinese. Well, I tell you the truth, dramatically, like I was telling my brother, I have a feeling it is a two-pronged to the destruction of America the way we know it. And the first one there is that new world one order. That is one. <coughs> and the other one was started with um, Woodrow Wilson with the progressive movement in our government, which is, I mean, they're, they're calling themselves flat out socialists now. They're not even progressives anymore. They, they just side with socialism. Uh, their view of economy is socialist. And when I say they, I mean everybody in Washington, D.C., which I'll show you the facts of it when I do my China thing. You know, they got that administrative state put in when uh, FDR was president. And, you know, we had gone through there that, it, you know, Woodrow Wilson said there's three branches. 
to being part of this progressive government and that's one you have to be an expert they don't say an expert in anything they don't tell you what you have to be an expert in just an expert you have to be beyond reproach for any election and you have to be most important a progressive and then if you are implemented through the administrative state so the name of the book is our system is not better than americans it's 270 pages uh, it was fun writing it i tell you the truth though i feel like the most important part of the book is at the end and that's the declaration of independence and the constitution with the bill of rights and all the amendments what we've done since right. the bill of rights and the constitution so we'll get it out here hopefully in a couple months get it out to you guys folks and uh, we'll see where it goes. I think you'll like it, Brian. A lot of opinions, a lot of Facebook talking back and forth. Uh, I had fun talking with people, and I hope I learned a lot of things, too. So it'll be good. So Jack's running for office. He's going to run for next year. Yep. So. No, no, maybe it's next. Don't tell me no. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> so why do you want to get involved in this political game, a dirty game, no less? Why are you running for state office? Well, there's a few reasons. Number one, we've been sitting on this soapbox for how many years now doing this, telling everybody to go out there and, and take the steps. And, you know... <clears throat> On a smaller <coughs> level, you know, I moved into a, uh, in, into a neighborhood that has an HOA, and I didn't like the way it was going, so I joined the HOA. In other words, what we're trying to tell you, if you don't like the way things are going, get involved. Get in it. Get in it up to your eyeballs. Have a say. Understand what you don't know, and then figure out how to make it right. Because it all started out right. This country was right running the right way. Way back when, when they were supposed to be much dumber than we are today, because we're so refined today, but they're not. And there's a few laws in, in South Carolina that, that need to be corrected for the average person. You know, for instance, one thing I would like to get into, and again, I don't know what I don't know, but the way it looks right now. Now, these legislators in South Carolina and the Senate, the state senators, they only make $10,000 a year. <coughs> And when they do their per diem or whatever it is, they can go all the way up to like 20 grand with travel time and this and that, buying newspapers, whatever it is. So why would you spend all of this time meeting and, and passing like for $10,000? So this is what I asked myself. Why would you want to get involved in that for 10 grand? I mean, it's a thankless job. You know, it's, it's what, well, then I realized what happened. This last guy that this, the, his spot for District 106 is now a U.S. representative. And he's an attorney. So I looked into it, and it ends up that these state legislators and Senate, they appoint the state judges. Well, they're all lawyers. This guy was a lawyer. So it's almost like it's a write-up. All right, I'm only going to make $10,000 for this time. But I'm going to be able to appoint attorneys on cases that I'm going to try and make hundreds of thousands of dollars. So how is that possible? How can you put a judge in a position and then both you and the judge don't accuse themselves when it's time <coughs> for your, your law firm to take that case and make hundreds of thousands of dollars off of it? It shouldn't be allowed. If you, put, if you appoint a judge... Any kind of case that your law firm goes in front of this judge has got to refuse himself. You put him there. Why did you put him there? I think it's a little quid pro quo. I'll put you there, but I'll see you soon. I have some cases. Right. You know? And then you look at a guy like, uh, <coughs> oh, what the hell was his name? He was a U.S. representative. He's on Fox now. He was a prosecutor. Trey Gowdy. Trey Gowdy. You know, that guy was undefeated. You never lost a case. How's that possible? That's impossible. You know, they made a Hollywood TV show out of it. 
Maybe his name's Perry Mason. Right. <laughs> Perry Mason never was. But that's because he read a script. You know what I'm saying? So listen, folks. This is why I'm running. There's a lot of things I don't know that I don't know I don't know. You know? It's, that's the Plus way you'll find out during the tape. And so now we're going. But you know what? What I don't know and what I do know and the things that I, I, I didn't know I didn't know, there's still a right and a wrong to it. So if I'm right with this, and these people are being attorneys, and then they're going to court to plead a case in front of a judge and play football, this man is now getting paid, retirement, prestige, opportunity, jobs in those law firms after he retires as a figurehead. All sorts of things are going on with that for decades and decades on forward. They're making millions of dollars from the tax dollars because they took a job that only gave them $10,000 to make laws in an industry that they fight laws in. What about the infrastructure around here? Does it need updating? I think the infrastructure needs to be in, but you know what? My brother's from Pennsylvania, and they put a gas tax on to do the roads, and they never did it. They gave it to state troopers, they gave it over here, they, and guess what happened? Oh, we got to raise the price tag. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So I do see road work being done. I mean, I went to my brother's house in Georgia. I came back four days later, and 544 was completely redone. You know, uh, there's a little place called Marks Commons. They redid that whole road over. They are doing roads. They're building bridges. But there's other things, like the... The state, the state lottery that's for education. You know, there was an old saying, just to make things simple numbers. You know, in New York, the same thing happened back in the 70s. They invented the state lottery <coughs> that was supposed to go into the schools. So let's say the school budget was $100 million, just to keep numbers simple because I'm a simple guy. And then they said, well, let's get this lottery in. We're going to raise $100 million for the school budget. Bingo, bingo. They did it. It's been going on since the 70s. For 50 years, they've been doing New York State lottery, goes to the but nobody said, nobody told anybody, what happened to the original $100 million that was going to the school district? Where did that go? You know what I'm saying? So we were making roads and repairing roads before we put the gas tax in. So now we got the gas tax, and they're putting roads in. What happened to the money that was originally for roads? Where'd that money go? Again, where's your return? You have to ask. You always have to ask, am I getting a good return on the money? You know, if I'm getting a good return... By all means, let's do it all day long. I don't care. But if it's not, then you have to do something about it. So this is why I'm running, because I don't want to just say, get involved. I want to get involved, win or lose, I did it. You want to walk the talk. You know, win or lose, I win. Because either way, the Independent Constitutional Party is now on the ballot for South Carolina, for the next guy. You know... Now, South Carolina is on the ballot for any federal office, if you want to do it. That's why I'm, sh I'm doing this to show everybody that listens to this show that if you don't think you can get involved and make a difference, watch me. I'm going to get involved and I'm going to make a difference. You think Russell Fudge and the rest of them are going to be backwards when he leaves? No, I don't think he's going to. Well, we're trying to start an independent constitutional party right here in South Carolina. And you want to run under that banner, that political party? What does it take to start a party, and how many signatures do you need? Well, we're looking to get 10,000 signatures because they need you. And there's another thing. You know, when I, it, when I win this, um, my question is going to be asked, why did I have to work so hard to get put on this ballot, but you guys didn't? That part of that, that, that side of the, of the chamber and this side of the chamber, Democrats and Republicans, you didn't have to do shit to get on this. You woke up, everything was done, you're in. And let me tell you something. I get a lot of people that belong to different Republican parties, groups in South Carolina that keep telling me, Jack, why don't we just become part of the Republican Party, like the Tea Party was? 
that's no different. Listen, Ted Cruz was a Tea Party Republican. If you ever see, he's not a Tea Party man no more. It's just an art. There's no T art. Because you, 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 you know, if you want to get rid of the swamp, you cannot take money from the swamp. Right. Period. Yeah. And, you know, there are certain s- things I would like to get past if I can get in there. And one of the things that I would like to get past is if you're running for a, a South Carolina spot, you cannot raise money outside of that district you're running for. If you want money throughout the whole state of South Carolina, then run for something that's for the whole state of South Carolina. I'm running for 106. I told my own sister. She wanted to uh, donate to my to my run. I said, can't. You don't live in my district. I cannot do that. There's no way you should be accepting money from people that you're not going to represent. And another thing I would do, like to do is put a cap on the amount of money you're allowed to, to raise. Because if you're not making that much money, you shouldn't be allowed to spend that much money. It's not your money. You're getting this money from people who are donating it to you. Win or lose, they're out. You know? If I win, I'm in. I get 10 grand. Yeah, I'll let you see. Babysitters to care for their kids. Thousands of dollars. Eric Coelho. On investigations. After election, can't, can't do anything. I can put it in the county because he paid to have a babysitter. Thousands of dollars. $35,000 to have his child or children watched by a babysitter. Not bad living. Again, <laughs> you're paying for the Especially since he has no kids. <laughs> You're paying for the election. You're spending your money on babysitter services. It's ridiculous. I need we need that change, Jack. So it's gonna take a lot of work over the next sixteen months to make this a reality. We need everyone's help. So if you live in South Carolina and are tired of this Tea Party control, get in touch with us. Be be raised four two four at yahoo.com or send us a text message. Three four three three one five five two seven three. Give us a call. Text message, don't call. <laughs> In other news, this is where you're working, right? Did you see the mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot, got her ass kicked? Didn't even make it past the primary. The worst he's seen since 1983. <laughs> because she didn't get her hair done. I heard, I heard, I heard, I heard, I heard somebody, she looks like Beetlejuice. Right, I heard somebody <laughs> say Beetlejuice lost. Somebody say it three times. <laughs> I know. When asked by a reporter if she was treated unfairly because of race and gender, she responded with this. I'm a black woman in America, of course. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I guess it wasn't because of the 33% rise in theft, Yo. the 40% rise in murder, a Democratic base that can't stand her, and her policies, a de- police department losing officers, crimes going on unpunished. No, sir, it wasn't because of that. She lost because she's a black woman in America. How racist is that? Well, how did she get elected then? She was when she got elected, she was a black woman in America, right? Yep. Okay. Well, she lost. Right? Like she wasn't. She wasn't something different. And now, come, hey, come out of the office one day and like, ha ha, tricked you. I'm really a black woman in America. That, that didn't happen, right? She she got elected the first time she, as a black woman in America because they believed in her policies. She was gonna cut down crime. She'd be hard on crime. I wonder her watch. Again, there's your, there, there's your national media not following up. Did you get voted out because you're because of who? Oh, you're well, I'm a black woman in America. The next question should be: Were you not a black woman in America when you got elected? When you got voted in? When everybody you know donated to your campaign? You weren't the same thing back then. She sent Chicago back to the '70s yeah. with her views of government. Governor. Right off to the racist sunset, you blame the pick of a politician. Well, de Blasio did the same thing to New York. You're yep. a 1970s liberal. Yeah. So, Mike, you wanted to say something on Chicago? I was just saying, get out there and vote. It works. I mean, <coughs> you still got some Democrats uh, waiting for the spot, but if you got rid of one, maybe you can get somebody else who knows what they're doing. Yeah, get somebody like a liberal DA. I mean, we know. I mean, uh, we had... Uh, 
Bloomberg and um, Giuliani and New York and what a difference they made. It can be done. Chicago was at the, and New York was at its lowest. Chicago was at its lowest. If you get the right person in there, you know, you look at Tennessee. Tennessee got rid of their state tax and their economy went through the roof. Yeah. I mean, you get the right person in there, things can change in Chicago. Right. It's a shame that used to be a great city, one of the great cities. Not anymore. I saw this earlier and it really pissed me off again. <laughs> How do we stop police from killing black Americans? What about white Americans? I will tell you how police stop killing them. And the answer is very clear. Do what the police ask you to do. Don't care what you do with weapons when you can, you're a badass. Because most likely, black and white offenders are just misguided punks who were raised by crackhead mothers or single head households where the father left because he wouldn't man up and raise a child who decided he had street with little woman food. Another way, enforce the laws that were created to make citizens safer. Have the district attorneys do their job. Stop blaming the victim, which in this case are police officers, and hold suspects accountable for being the idiots they are. The criminal dictates the level of force used by police, not the officer. Wake up. The only racism in America are by the incompetent police who feel this country let them down, because we all have the same opportunity in America. Some must work harder than others to achieve that success. The success they want, but it can be done. Stop telling us it's the cops' fault. When the idiot criminals carries all illegal weapons, it's pulled on them. Police officers trying to do their job. Get a grip, people. And yeah, it's it's uh, Ben Carson. <coughs> he was raised in, in a tough neighborhood by a single mother, and to become an inaugural surgeon of the world, ran for president. And became the HUD secretary. Mm -hmm. I got a lot of respect. What a smart man he was. I got a lot of respect. But get a grip, people. Mike, you have anything on that? Huh? You have anything on that? Oh, I agree. Well, uh, you know, um, stop making statues of these criminals that got shot that has a rep that be about a mile long. And then you honor him? You give him a, a day off from this guy? Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's ridiculous. So what's going to happen next? Maybe they should get a machine gun. They may. They could have got a life. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing how uh, these guys get praised for, uh, I mean, they, they died and they made him a hero. He was a criminal. So now comes the most important segment of our show. With us, we have Jack Jr. He's a member of the Special Olympics. This is the first time we've had Jr. on the podcast. And I'll have my camera here in a little while for more than 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. Junior's autism, extremely smart computer. He runs uh, he runs our show behind the scenes. He's pouring yeah, asset to today. He's pouring <laughs> asset to his dad <laughs> and myself. I'll tell you what, if I need computer help, he's the go-to guy. Yeah. Uh, we, earlier we needed it. We need yeah. to, we fix it within five minutes. Yep. So Junior, tell us a little bit about yourself. How old are you? I'm thirty one. I'm from New York, Long Island. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I moved here about eight years ago. I love where I live. I live in Myrtle Beach Resort. I do the Special Olympics. I do bowling. I do like bowling, basketball, swimming, and a couple other sports. And I do a bowling league with my brother St. Patrick every Tuesday night. And we're in fifth place now, so that's good news. What's your average? My average, my highest score was 180. All right. That's good. Yeah. I went bowling on Monday. Did you? Yeah. How was it? I went bowl two games. <laughs> I gotta build myself up. Usually when we bowl, me and my brother, we bowl about five games. Damn. Yeah. We get ready for practice on Tuesday. That's a lot of games. Yeah. Tell us about your recent polar plunge. Well, how cold was it that night? It was ice. I just went with my feet in. That was it. Yeah, the water was cold, but the day was nice. The yeah. day was beautiful, but the water felt like ice. Like, cold ice. <laughs> Hence the name Polar. Yeah. <laughs> but I used to do it in New York, too. I used to go in the water in New York and do it. Really? Yeah. How cold was it there? Did you have to, like, put holes in the ice while you were yeah. jumping? Yeah. <laughs> right? Remember? 
know my cousin used to do it up and down. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, he's still in New York. Yeah, he's kind of high. I, I'm sorry. I, would, I, would, I can't do it. <laughs> can't I, do it. I hold the towel. Yeah, he holds the towel in the bathroom. You think I walk out my front door? You think I walk out my front door? It's like 40 degrees out, I'm sleeping. I wear my shorts a lot. I like wearing shorts. Do you? Yeah. So how long have you been involved with Special Olympics? This is my gold medal I got when I went to um, US uh, World Games. No, what was it? Nationals. Nationals. And I went to a bowling tournament. I went to two of them. I went to Reno, Nevada, and El Paso, Texas. And this is the whole state of the United States that goes. Really? It's a big deal. And they have rules that you have to follow. And if you don't follow the rules, you get out. They kick you out? Yeah, no, they, yeah they, could, they disqualify you. I yeah. Think, I, me and Jack played golf. It's the hardest thing to golf. Hardest thing in life. Because you, you have to follow the rules. Yeah. <laughs> they, they got people watching. To so make are you sure. saying you don't follow the rules in golf? <laughs> I thought I did. We <laughs> did. Then. We did good. <laughs> when we did uh, the golf for the state games, we did right. We came in third place. Uh, yes. Yeah, we came in third place. We did really good. It was so you like hard. Play, you like to play golf then? Yeah, I like playing golf. It's a lot of fun. Are you as bad as your father? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty bad, yeah. <laughs> I have to say. Well, I'm worse than both of you then. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty bad. <laughs> you know, Jack also, um, for the golf, to go to nationals in golf, you have to um, shoot a certain score. Yeah. And we didn't make it. We didn't shoot the score to make it to nationals. But at least we played but, something. But Jack also helped finance and he's involved in it. So the fundraising he does, his fundraising is so terrific for the golf team that if he didn't do the fundraising, they would have been really short of the funds to get the athletes up to Tennessee to play the national game that year. They would have had to try to find the funds somewhere else. Some of the athletes wouldn't have been able to make it. Some of the parents wouldn't have been able to make it. So they made Jack an assistant coach. Yeah. To have him go, but he ended up not going because he had a surgery done. Yeah. But uh, he helped that team so much they were like, we can't leave this kid behind. Yeah. And I and you I really like fundraising. I love it. I love it so much. I sit, I leave my parents in the car and I go in myself. <laughs> what does what does Special Olympics mean to you? What have they done for you? They did a lot for me. They did uh, like it's hard to explain. It's like. Everybody talks about me like family. And we get along so good. Like, when I first moved here, I was really nervous with the Special Olympics being there right next to my father. Because when I meet new people, like when I met you, right, I get a little nervous sometimes. I think you yell at me the first day I hear you. That's the thing. <laughs> but when I meet, like, different people that I don't know, I get really nervous having
spaghetti fundraiser for special Olympics. What we're doing is it costs $10 per person. It's like a small buffet that they have. And then you, you get to drink with it. And they have raffles. They have trick-or-treaties. I think two years or the year before, they raised almost $1,000. Okay. From that whole fundraising. Yeah, I think they raised more than that. I don't know what the exact number is. The woman that, that, that runs it is really dedicated to it. Her daughter's yeah. an athlete. It's in, what's it, Socrates Basin? It's called Socrates Basin at Water 1 p.m. Yeah. Socrates Basin at 1 p.m. And the ones that's there aren't even getting paid. It is right. It's March, really something. It's March 12th on a Sunday at 1 p.m. Socrates Basin. Yeah. And like, like people volunteer there, you know, like yeah. waitresses, yeah. Yeah. bartenders. They don't even pay to play. Nope. Great place. Yeah. They don't even very nice. I went last year. I had a great time. And the funny thing was, I won two raffles. <laughs> I this win everything. More luck than anybody I know. <laughs> <laughs> that and you're generous, generous. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he wins TVs. He wins golf packages. It's like, yeah. can I just get something? <laughs> the, fun- spaghetti. the funny <laughs> thing was, meatballs. the funny thing was, my uncle played raffles and he didn't win nothing. <laughs> Never does. Got a black eye. Maybe he's said. Maybe he's taking the tickets. <laughs> he takes me to bingo, and uh, they're saying, "Okay, can we help anybody out?" I said, "Yeah, can I have his card?" <laughs> because he's always winning. Well, the thing is, he's very active at the Special Olympics. If you know someone who has autism in your family, get involved. Yeah, they yeah. can help. They have a, yeah. There's a lot of disabilities involved in it. Yeah, they help big time and everything. You know, it's. it's the Special Olympics. Yep. Just get out there with your kid. Let them have fun. Let them relax. Yep. Once you get out, get some fresh air and get some time for yourself. That's true. You know? Because I, I figure if I need time for myself, I'll take Xander. Because <laughs> <laughs> he yells at me all the time. That's a good thing. It's, yeah. it's really nice. It lets yeah. these athletes be themselves. It's, they can take all their guards down. They don't have to worry about what anybody's saying. It's that it's them. It is theirs. You know what it's like is when you see parents cheering you on or your friends cheering you on. It makes you feel really good. It makes you feel like you're proud of your own self. Is there like a special website for that? They do. It's on Facebook. It's called Horry County Special Olympics. What about a national one? You know what that is? Um, South Carolina Special Olympics. Yeah, what about across the country? Well, I don't know it, but it's wherever you live, just look it up. Yeah. You look if you have a child or a family member with disabilities, whether it's uh, you know if it's a learning disability or if it's a physical disability, they have separate for each one. Yep. And get that family member involved. Uh, if you don't, and you're able to, find out where your local special Olympic is. And, and donate to it because everywhere they go, they get to go through somebody. Yep. So if you if you start, that's a dream for the next one. Yeah, yeah it is. I, I mean, mean if you go to another state or something like that, it's a dream. Well, yeah. you should have told me how to train. I went to two different states by yeah. myself with my brother. It was a, it was amazing. Yeah. It was so much fun. And that pro, uh, polo, there was a lot of people in that polo tournament. The polo tournament. The whole beach was covered. Well, and it, they did it in ships. Yeah, that was the That's third right. shift. And no hesitation. It makes me feel proud that my parents, my uncle, my brothers, all in it with me. And my mm-hmm. sister and everything. It makes me feel really good. And Amy always donates to yeah, the Yeah, my, my aunt, my uncles. It makes me feel really good. Good. Yeah. Good. Well, you have anything else you want to say about it? That's it. That's it. So, March 12th. Uh, 1 p.m. Sunday, and it's at Socrates Station. Which is on 707 in Horry County. Right. So if you live in South Carolina, Horry County, Georgetown County, uh, come join us. And the food's good. The yeah, food's it is. very, very good. They have very good prizes. They have very good stuff there. I think we did like three cooks last year, so they were special. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's been a disaster. <laughs> like, I just freak tripping about things. You don't know how to lead it. <laughs> I just keep, whenever they bring a new tray of food out, I gotta go. So, Junior, thanks for being with us on the show tonight. Anytime. Set up behind the scenes. We appreciate it. I know. <laughs> you guys have a lot of you put a lot of hard work. Your work ethic is, is unbelievable. Thank you. So, Mike, can you lead us in prayer? Sure. <laughs> Ephesians 4, 31, 32. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor uh, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. Let's pray. Please, Lord Father, bless and protect this new party, this podcast, and all that work on it, and all that listen to it. Lord Father, you have taken our sins and put them far away from us, as if we had never sinned for the sake of Jesus, our Redeemer. Just fill before this into anger, wrath, and malice toward others, despite your loving example. We live in a world full of anger, and we find forgiveness difficult. In times of violent emotions, help us remember your unending forgiveness and treat others with the kindness and compassion that you show to us every day of our lives. The way of doing this is by hearing your gospel, knowing we are sinners, calling on you, and being saved by your work. We pray all this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Get God back in your life. He's the one that can save us. He's the only one that can save us. So you want to say that only we can take back America. We as patriots to rise up and stand united. Always remember, in all of your power, thanks for listening and have a great weekend. See you next week. Good job.